podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into episode number 62 of Three Questions and a Song, the podcast where the title says it all, except for when it doesn't, which is really all the time. <laughs> My name is Bill. With me tonight is Doug Carnahan. What's up, Doug? Bill, how are you, sir? I'm good. I I even refrained from saying of after the fall. <laughs> I, you know what? Come uh, come after the CD comes out, I'm gonna, I plan on dropping of after the fall. So that way it's just Doug Carnahan. So <laughs> it would couple couple more months. So you're changing your last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My legal last name. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> I think the last time you were on here on three questions in a song, I think was for welcome to the new SA. I believe that's correct. And then you were also on this one on like episode nine for the fight. Um, yeah, I think that was the very first one, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. And that was early, early on. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and nothing has changed. I still have no real plan. <laughs> was it? A, I thought like John Lane was on one with us too. Wasn't John well, that, Lane on with us? That would have been on the Pennsylvania Rock Show episode. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of that one then, because I could have swore one of these you did. Uh, John Lane was on with us, but I, I could be confused them. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. I don't know that I've had John on this one at all. I don't think I. I don't, see, I could have swore it was this one, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> um. Well, you have even been on. You, you were a host of of Throwdown that yep lasted yep. for like couple, four episodes. <laughs> I was say, yeah, a few times. Uh, Shauna was on there. I think uh, John Lane. Yeah. Who else? Is that uh, it? You, well, you. Yeah, and then the very last guest that never saw light of day was uh, Lee Caruso Jr. That was oh wow where, okay. where we talked for like four hours, and then <laughs> and then I was like, "That's it. I'm not editing it." And <laughs> That was the end of that show. <laughs> oh, well, it was, it was a good run. It's a good run. <laughs> okay, so it is titled Three Questions in a Song. Um, I have two questions prepared, and then I have a question from Mad Clock, who is last episode's guest. Right. Um, and we're going to start out with my two, which will probably end up being more like ten, but the official Sorry, questions. <laughs> Like I said, I'm all, I'm all yours. <laughs> so let's let's start out with the most important thing. Um, what can you tell us about your upcoming EP release show? Well, it's um, it's uh, September 11th. It's a Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at Heroes uh, in Katanning. Uh, I'll be playing all of the uh, the, the CD, uh, the upcoming or EP you know, in its entirety. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but there's going to be definitely uh, some special surprises. And I would strongly encourage anyone who is a fan of uh, my music. You know what? Uh, I know as it stands right now, I can't believe it's the only one that's out there. But um, or even interested in your know, local music, come on out because it, it's definitely going to it contain some stuff that you're never, ever going to see again, probably. So and we'll we'll leave it at that. But uh, anyone who can read between the lines, I think you'll catch the drift of what I'm saying. So <laughs> You're going to shave your head. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there and done that. No, um, <laughs> with, with, with some special guests. How about that? I figured that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's good, though. It'll be, uh, and, you know, the, the material we'll be covering is, isn't just strictly you know, my music either. So it'll be, it'll be a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So I strongly encourage everyone to come. I will have, uh, you know, Doug Carnahan t-shirts uh, for the, the album. Uh, we're going to have the, the, actually the album on sale that night, you know, the, the physical CD, their EP, I keep calling it album, the EP. Uh, that'll be there that night, you know, and like I said, you know, some, some definitely some special surprises and a whole, whole lot of music and fun. Um, so it's how many tracks are on there? Is it- There's four. Four, mm-hmm. and um, can you give away titles, or are you just going to? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, two of them. This is this is kind of way I, I structured it. I didn't want to go too far off the beaten path, you know. Like I, I, 
I listen, I'm a, a fan and a, a writer of all kinds of different styles of music, but I know people, you know, from after the fall, that's predominantly where most people know me from and the other bands and, and just, well, I mean, it, it, it is your last name. We just completely- <laughs> <laughs> soon to be changed. I'm, I'm we're, we're, uh, it's like getting married. You know, you change your last name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I didn't want to stray too far from from the the at least for the initial uh, release. I didn't want to stray too far. But the whole purpose of it was to stretch my legs musically. You know, to do some stuff that I couldn't do with after the fall, simply because it just wouldn't fit. You know, and uh, but it's stuff that I believe in. It's music that I I've written myself. You know, and I I really feel strongly about. Uh, the first two on the CD are called uh, well, obviously can't believe that's the single that's out there now. Uh, which you can find on YouTube, uh, you can find on Facebook. You know, the, uh, you can't purchase it yet. Only you can, streaming. You can my website to it on your website, which yeah, is right below there. Videos, conveniently right, below. right at the bottom of the screen for anyone watching. But um, and next one is one I actually play often at uh, my acoustic shows. It's called Bitch Swinging. Uh, those are the two that are most, like I said, closest to what I do. You know, people have known me for. Now the the other two, uh, the names, the titles are uh, Who Baby Who. And Marla Singer, and they are a vast departure from anything that I have done with After the Fall or previously. Uh, you know, you yourself I, have heard them, and I mean, I, I, I was gonna I, say I may or may not have heard them, and I would agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I I remember I distinctly remember a message from someone and saying, you know, this is Doug Carnahan, like you singing this, like I, I so I, and that's good. That that was a very actually it's probably one of the nicest things I've ever heard because it's. That's what I was shooting for. I want it to be something way different than, you know, and I, and there's more to come on that in that front. I just wanted to kind of test the waters with this to see if, you know, there was a, an appetite for it, if, you know, people would even enjoy it or if, you know, it was kind of like, you know, my own little head trip. So, but uh, from what I've, what I've heard thus far, you know, it hasn't been officially released yet. But people who have heard it, uh, I've gotten nothing but positive responses. So it, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, brother. Um, so, being also on the inside a little bit of the website and where it's heading. Um, I know you have something planned that we have hidden right now. Do you want to mention that at all? Uh, well, I, I have mentioned it actually on, uh, in, on Facebook. So uh, what the, the plan is, is for the website. Um, and there's, there's a reason behind this too. I'd like to add, you know, with everything that's going on today on uh, social media and stuff, you know, it's been a lot of censorship, especially of music. Uh, yeah, I don't have actually have a lot of friends, uh, peers who have been encountered that, you know, and I'm talking strictly original music too. Like this isn't, you know, cover songs, record labels, filing claims of copyright infringement or anything. This is strictly original music. And, you know, and, and if you express a certain kind of opinion in your music, you know, they're, they're likely to send censors, even just snippets of your song. So with the help of my man, Bill here, uh, we plan on uh, going putting up on my website uh, an exclusive streaming uh, I guess we'll have ex- exclusive streaming capabilities that work around the uh, the social media platforms and will be delivered straight to the listener uh, which I, I'll probably use for a variety of things predominantly you know acoustic songs uh, you know show I say acoustic concerts I hate to call it anything on a computer or concert, but, you know, uh, maybe debut some, some new songs, uh, you know, just get, get personal, get intimate with people online and not have to worry about what's said or what isn't said or, you know, so it's, but it's going to be, like I said, exclusively on that website though. There's no other place you're going to be able to find. It. So that the only way to, to see it is to go to my website, uh, Doug and it should be up and running here. Hopefully, uh, hoping by the end of the year. So, and the site is there. You can um, pre-order T-shirts on it currently. That's correct, too. That is correct, too. Yes, uh, T-shirts are uh, pre-sale. They'll ship them right to your door. Uh, it's got a convenient little shipping calculator for you for anyone who lives far away. We'll, uh, still get you hooked up. And, uh, you know, every every size. I, I Actually, I, somebody asked me this the other day. They said, oh, I'm going to get a small. And I was like, small? I, I actually don't have small. And they're like, uh, and I was like, oh, it's on your website. I'm like, is it? Well, I'll talk to Bill about that. <laughs> but no, it's cool, man. Mediums, uh, okay, nobody ever buys small. I hardly ever sell any, even with After the Fall, we hardly ever sell small. So, but uh, medium on the, all the way up through double XL. So, triple XL if you need it, double and triple XL for uh, our special orders. You know, I, I we don't have those uh, readily available, we can get them in. So, 
are, are those coming? They're coming from Robbie, right? Yeah, yeah. Robbie Prone, uh, Endeavor After. Well, you you are the plug man, dude. Like I I've am. never seen anybody <laughs> plug. That's yes, you, you have. Work in marketing, you, you bro, have seriously. You have talked with John Lane online. You definitely have. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! That is it's remarkable how you do it. Like you just like slide right, it's like, whoosh, like one into the other, man. Like you know, oh that, that shirt you're wearing there. Who made you design that? Yeah, it's, um, but yeah, Robbie Prone from an Endeavor After Design. Them. That's Endeavor. I didn't design them. I, I shouldn't say design them. He made the T-shirts. It's my, Endeavor, uh, Endeavor After LLC com. There. There you go. And uh. But uh, the design itself, though, uh, was uh, Matt, my, my Matt Franny, uh and I, we both kind of, you know, I told him I wanted a logo that was kind of like a old school looking. And I sent him a few um, examples, you know, of like, I see like the like 50s ish kind of logos, but with a, a modern flair, though, you know, well, I wanted something. Yeah, it kind of it kind of reminds me of some vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. and it has it, it has a whole bunch of different, you know, like the acoustic rock and roll part you know it's it's uh, descriptive you know it's it's still i don't it, it's hard rock ish but like it's still it's almost like the the record itself it's palatable for for more i think of a wide audience you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. if after the falls logo you know it's it, like a, we had a skull for a while you know it's it, it tells you kind of what it is Here, let's you know, do this for one second i'm going to take a, i'm going to take us off the screen again we yeah, won't, we won't be able to talk while we're off screen, but they will be able to see the logo since we're discussing it. Oh yeah, the majority of the logo. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and it's even designed. You know, you said vinyl. You know, so it kind of gives you that old school feeling. You know, and and again, that's what I was you know shooting for because it's the music. Like I said, once people hear it, I think they're going to be very you know. I, I don't want to say the word impressed, but they're they're going to be uh, taken aback by what it sounds like. Cause I'm, I, I try to give everybody a fair way. It sounds nothing like after the fall, nothing. Can't believe which we're going to feature here momentarily. The very beginning of that, I, I feel like I'm turning Nirvana or stone stone temple pilots on. I, that's I feel the grunge coming out at the beginning of that one. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, all right. So question two, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 13 minutes in. All right, so I'm going to kind of lead into it, though. All right, go so, for it, buddy. So after the fall has been on a bit of a hiatus. And yes, sir. I, I want to mention that you guys are returning the stage um, on Friday. The, Friday? Saturday. Oh, no, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Saturday the right. 7th. That's right. At, at Rock for Life. Um, which is held at Island Community Park. It's two two days. It's Friday night, and then all day Saturday. It's twenty bucks. You can camp. It benefits a child who is um, fighting. I always hate how I word this, but you know, fighting fighting a deadly disease. And um, yeah, know, I mean, you know, how's he gonna say? I mean, just tell um, the truth. So not only are you there for a good cause, but you get to to hang out and listen to some of the best rock and metal and acoustic and whatever Matt decides to throw at us. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it's a great time. I've been to 18 of them. They're, tw- they're on year 22. 22 now. Yeah. It's crazy, um, man. Isn't it? Well, this will be 18. So I miss, I missed the first two. You mean 18 for you? For me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. okay yeah. I got you. I, I missed, I missed I the first for you. <laughs> I missed the first two of them and I missed last year. You missed last year, did you? I did. Well, you know what? Last year, I actually, I was just talking to somebody else about this. I, you know, we weren't there last year, obviously. So I wasn't there last year, but I, because, uh, you know, COVID and all that, that we, we can cuss, right? Can we cuss? Uh, just don't say the F word. <laughs> okay. And all that other shit. Cause like, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, didn't even know that it happened. So, and it's, it's sad because, you know, it is a charitable cause you know well, and, and they still had a decent turnout from what i heard yeah and I, well and you know what bill that just goes to show you man like you know it, it's you can't can't hold a good thing down man you know what i'm saying people people have their priorities in life and people know what's important and you know you gotta be your own judgment yeah i um i, I i've lost my my uh past to gigaroo for a while um <laughs> how's that well because my nephew's birthday is july 11th and, oh. and until it gets back to where the 4th of July doesn't fall on that first weekend, Kikaroo is going to be on the second weekend. 
and I'm going to be at my nephew's birthday. <laughs> yeah, I understand, man. I understand. This was year <laughs> two this year. <laughs> Missing out, Bill. <laughs> um, all right, so the question I was headed towards is I have known you for a good amount of time. Sure, my as, as the front man of Rock for Life, or Rock for Life, front man of After the Fall. Wow, is that a slip? Um, they go hand in hand after the fall. They do, they do, they do. <laughs> Bread and butter, baby. Bread and butter. Um, and the um, acoustic rock and roll thing is fairly new in the in your span of a music career. Um, what's your favorite thing about doing the solo shows? Because you know you're up there by yourself. It's got to be completely different. It is. It's a very different experience. Um, well. <laughs> there's the obvious answer and then there's the uh the deeper answer the obvious answer is it's more money (laughs) you know the band i interviewed for the pennsylvania rock show this week yeah there are 10 people in that band oh my goodness (laughs) yeah they they're they're eating ramen for a while but um you know but i I hate to say it sounds like you know that's just a little little half gag there but honestly though that the the deeper end of the the pool it's with after the fall, you know, there's we do a lot of different kinds of rock music and we try to push the envelope, you know. But again, you and know, sometimes anybody, some hip hop, yeah, yeah, I will, and that's that's good, you know. But within that, you know, they've I, I you as many people know, I joined them, you know, a, in progress, like I, you know, that band wasn't started with my me in it, and you know, they even took a, a radical departure once I joined the band from what they were doing, you know, it's more kind of, I don't say dare I say new metal ish. But, you know, like in that kind of era in vain. And then we kind of, you know, took it in a, a more of a hard rock, like commercial hard rock direction. And, you know, and I'm content with that. Like that's, but that's after the fallers. So the, 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 I would say the most, the, the, the best thing about the acoustic is, is getting to do music that's outside of that genre and that, that vein, you know, cause it's, and I love hard rock. You know, I was, I was weaned on hard rock, you know, growing up and stuff. So I'm never, you know, that that's my roots there, you know, but I, I also, I mean, I listen to everything, man, everything. So, you know, to be able to get up there and, you know, you say it's, it's, you gotta be good. You gotta, you really gotta be well rehearsed. Cause there's, you know, there's plenty of times on stage where, you know, with after the fall, you know, I'll, I'll slip up or miss something or, you know, but nobody really notices cause you have the other guys there to, you know, cover for you, you know, and they, they and they know, they know what they're, you know, like, and it's same with me and them, you know, like if they slip up, you know, I'm there to cover for them. So, but when you're, it's just you and that guitar, that's it. Like you screw up, man. Everybody hears it. Everybody knows it. And uh, I just actually re-added a, a, a looper pedal to my, uh, my act, you know, to, uh, my past couple months. And I'm still working out some of the kinks with it. You know, I, I've been playing with it live and stuff like that. But I, I want to get to the point where, you know, I, I don't want to depend on it. I never want to be one of those guys who's like, you know, like the guy with the laptop, you know, like, oh, look, look at me. I can play with the, the shift key. You know, I'm not I don't ever be with that guy. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's technology. And if it, as long as you're not abusing it, I personally don't see a problem with, you know, using it. it it's alive things up, you know, like I can play solos. You know, with whereas before I couldn't, you know, if I did, there'd be nothing behind me, so it would sound stupid. So now I can play solos to some of the songs or some leads and stuff like that. It really kind of enhances the, yeah, and it's got this thing's crazy, man. It's got drums, loops, and stuff like that. You can do all kinds of vocal, I can add vocal background vocals and stuff. And I I don't, I'm not really into all that because then now at that point, you must go see a band, dude. You know, like (laughs) I'm not, it's just, just something to, you know, liven up the show a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's different. It's a very different breed, but, uh, I would say too, you know, it, it's getting used to some of the places I play. It's kind of like almost like background music to a lot of because I play in some like upscale restaurants and stuff, you know, and midnight, you know, or I'm not like you know mid midweek, you know, Thursday night gigs and stuff like that. So people aren't really there to you know go bananas and applaud and get all tanked up and stuff. You know, they're eating their dinner, you know, whatever. But um, Spe- speaking of, um, you played the uh, patio at Night Courts recently for the I first did, time. Yes, yes. Did you- did you try their buffalo wings? I don't like buffalo wings, oh. so I, I would I wouldn't have tried them anyways. But I will say, you know, playing a new place, especially acoustic, is a daunting task, man. But that was probably one of the best acoustic shows, turnout wise, response wise, from the people listening. You know, it was great, man. I had a blast 
and uh, you know, I, Steve and Reagan, uh, you know, Jen, the, the folks who helped me, you know, her uh, night courts, you know, management owners, whatnot, who helped me out and got me there. You know, I, I big, big thanks to them for doing it. And uh, I, I hope, you know, like I said, I'd love to come back sometime because it was a very, very pleasant experience. We, this is going back a ways, like back to the beginning of Pennsylvania Rock Show. Um, we used to follow lots of bands. We were younger, didn't have any kids. We go to after fall shows, we go to cage shows, we go to Doppler effect shows. Back in the day. Listen, we go to Bill Roncher shows. Oh, yeah. see, see that? That that's how long ago it was. Doug doesn't even know. You who see I that? Mean. Not a clue, buddy. <laughs> Matt Matt played drums for him. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Matt plays drums for lots of people. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey! You, I'll tell you a funny story, real quick. A quick aside. So there was a. Uh, it was back when I was in my uh, my last band before uh, after the fall. A, a guilty revelation, we were called. And uh, our drummer at the time, we were having some drummer issues, you know. And uh, I needed a fill in, like on kind of on a fly. So uh, I don't know if you know you knew Mike Facey from uh, all my yeah, monsters, yeah, yeah. not yeah. ghosts, you know. Okay, so you know, he and I have been tight for years, and um, I called him up and asked him, I'm like, hey man, you know, is there anybody you know that could you know help me out? And uh, he said, yeah, you know, I got this guy, you know, his name's Matt, you know, give him a call. <clears throat> well, I ended up not actually needing him, but lo and behold, it was Matt Ferrani. So, yeah, I've, I've been floating around these guys for years, man. It's, just, it's weird that we never, you know, connected. So where, where I was headed with that is we, we would go um, see a lot of shows in like the Catanning Ford City area because, you know, Cage played there, Roncher played there. Sure, after, sure, sure. after the fall played there. Steve owned a bar in Fort City at one point. Um, see that? Say what? <laughs> yeah, I can't well, remember the name you, of it right now. Well, but you know where it was? Uh, yeah, it was in Fort City. I know that. I mean, like, like where, like, where like, in Fort City? Dude? You know where the sheets is as you're coming into Fort City? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's right across my courts. Yeah, right. You, you yeah. turn turn at. Well, it used to be on the other side, next to Night Courts. Okay. And you turn and go in between that building and and sheets. And um, huh. go down into the actual city. I, I can't. It was on the main drag. I can't remember what the name of it was. I um, never knew that either, man. Well, you're you're. But you're but anyway, anyway, we ate at night courts a lot back then. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> because we spent a lot of time out there. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. I mean, I didn't eat anything there, but their food. I, you know, I take that back. I take that back. I did actually. Uh, someone was there having food, and I was on my break. But uh, I'm not a buffalo chicken fan, but I was starving. So uh, this young lady, Alicia, gave me a, a piece of uh, her buffalo chicken pizza to which, like I said, I'm not, I was just, you know, starving, dude, like ravenously hungry. And uh, I, I ate it. Nah, it was good, man. It was very, very good. So I, I tried something. Yeah, we spent lots of time in, in that area. Wick City Saloon used to have. Uh, okay, I know Wick City Saloon, yeah. Wow, that was like 04, I'm talking. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh-huh. even playing music yet, man, you know, for I uh, I didn't start playing out live with bands and stuff until around uh, 08, so um so let's let's do this. Um so we're going to feature the song Can't Believe off of the upcoming EP Is it the lighter side of dark or do I have that backwards? Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, the lighter side of dark, Simon. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that song and then we'll take a moment to listen to it. Sounds good, buddy. Uh well, it's uh two bands ago, I was in a band called uh, DUI, which was short for Devils Under the Influence, and it was uh, written back then, uh, back around two thousand seven. No, maybe it's eight, eight, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Um, uh, we we ended up playing a few times, never recorded it. My next band played it uh, a lot, uh, a, a guilty revelation, but again, never recorded it. Um. And then I got with After the Fall. And we used a lot of my older material in After the Fall, too. But that just happened when we didn't end up using. So, uh, but I always was partial to it. A lot of people who, you know, have listened to me over the years were, you know, partial to it. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like a bittersweet kind of melancholy kind of song. You know, it's got uh, some really, a lot of resentment and anger wrapped up in there. But, I mean, it's, it's a very personal song. You know, it's a very, very personal uh, matter about, you know, betrayal. And, uh, but... It's it's ultimately something I think anybody anyone can relate to, and uh, you know it's it turned out. I also like to say it turned out really well, uh, you know, acoustically. You know, some of them I, I had a good feeling how they would turn out, 
but it, it being more of a rock song, I wasn't quite sure how it would translate within a, you know, on, onto an acoustic record. But, uh, you know, Mike uh, Ofka at Innovation Studios and Matt Ferrani, he played drums on the album, the whole thing. You know, so he, uh, any, anytime you hear drums, that's Matt Ferrani in the background. And, uh, you know, they, they both were incredible and they added so much to the every song. I, I couldn't even begin to describe, you know, how much, how great of a job they did and you know it's because of us as a team it, it, it turned out the way that it did see i need to go back and listen did, did dafka play on any of them he did he actually did he played on uh he plays bass on everyone every bass line you hear is Afka. uh he did all the leads uh, well no i think i, I should tell you i did the lead on can't believe i did the solo um he did he added a few things uh like if you listen uh right after the solo there's like a little uh interlude um, uh, uh, instrumental interlude into the end of the song and you hear some uh, faint guitar in the background that was that was Mike Ofka um, he did the lead or what he uh, and I shouldn't say he was saying lead uh, he added uh, on the one song Marla Singer uh, he he played some lead work at the end of that uh, throughout actually throughout the song he played some lead and then at the end he actually he got a Wurlitzer uh, organ somehow in there and made, you know <laughs> you, you can you can hear it but it, I, again I've wasn't my first thought of something to add, but um, and then the just even the the backing track to Marla Singer to, on that cut, you can hear uh, like just like a what's it like an electronic kind of like a bassish sound, almost like a bossa nova kind of sound to it. And uh, that was he and I who came up with that loop, you know, to do. But like I said, it's it's very different, man. Very those two songs. I, I can't wait to come back on after it's out and you know <laughs> chat with you then because I really liked you know. Get those. The, people are going to be like, just. I, I want to see the reaction. I can't wait to see people's reactions to this this, this record, man. All right. So what we're going to do next is we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to "Can't Believe" by Doug Carnahan, and we will be right back for a couple more questions. I'm in bliss. You're a mess. Found your stay.
So that was Can't Believe by Doug Carnahan, who is with me tonight on episode number 62 of Three Questions and a Song. Um, you might be my first three-time guest on this on this podcast. <laughs> and honestly, behind probably only behind John Lane is overall guests. <laughs> I'll probably be forever behind him, man. He, he's, all, he's always jumping up in there. Yeah. He, um, I, I, love, I love chatting with you, man. You know, it's always a good time when, when you and I get on uh, and, and, you know, start start meandering through life. So the, the next question is coming to you from Mad Clock. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to his stuff, but he's kind of like a dark hip hop trap. I have. I actually, I've, I've listened to some of his uh, live stuff. Um, I never actually heard any of his studio recordings but i've seen uh some of the stuff he's posted on facebook you know, i any, any kind of music that pops up on facebook man i always try to check it out even if it's outside of my wheelhouse you know just because i i you never know i might find something you like man so he before doing what he's doing now he was in an acoustic duo played rock yeah <laughs> anything else you want to tell me dude <laughs> i've gotten those eyes from you a lot today <laughs> yeah <laughs> why well, seriously man like I, yeah, that's okay. completely that's cool. different I mean, that's, than what you heard, right? Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's a, a, a hell of a shift. But, I mean, it, that actually, you know what, though? It's funny you, you say that because that's uh, – I had to ask a question for uh, the next guy. So, it kind of leans into the question I was going to ask. So, you, you're the segue master, brother. Was it MZNZ? Yes, yes. I, I couldn't re- – I, when you sent it to me, like, I couldn't even really pronounce it because I wasn't sure how he pronounced it. So I went and listened to it, though. I mean, I, I listened to some of the stuff, but I, I wasn't sure how to say it. I just know – I was like, yeah, N or M or something like that. So <laughs> First, I want to say uh, After the Fall is a great project. I very much dig the vibe. Um, I feel like Doug sounds somewhere between Lane Staley and the lead singer of Lit. I love the dude's voice. Super good. It's, um, but even like a Bob Dylan esque, because I think you and I have discussed Bob Dylan. He's like an acquired taste, and right. Doug gets this range that I can tell from a lot of people. Maybe like, eh. but Bob Dylan had the same thing, and people flock to that. He has a very unique voice, and yes. it adds to the style of what he's doing. I can also see that there's a difference between his solo acoustic stuff and After the Fall, the way he's kind of pushing his voice, the stylistic of his writing, all that kind of stuff. Um, with, I guess my question for Doug is with something that sounds as very well put together as after the fall, what made you still want to do a solo project after something that seems so well put together and, you know, on a path to success already? Well, um, at the point where, as you, uh, I mean, it's kind of public knowledge now, Yeah, we don't like to harp on or, or put our band laundry out there, but uh, our, <clears throat> excuse me, our old guitar player, Zach Shepard, is no longer with the band. Um, I'm, I, I don't even need to go into it, is all I'm going to say. But anyway, so we had to take a, a hiatus for a while. And COVID, you know, that made it tough to, you know, that whole thing. But anyways, um, I've been playing acoustic, though, you know, uh, for, oh, goodness, probably about four or five years now. And I even did it before that, you know, off and on. But so I was just doing it kind of for a side thing, you know, it really wasn't. And I threw some originals in there. But, um, you know, I at the time, you know, I really wanted, like I said, I had this yearning to kind of stretch my, my legs musically. I really wanted to try to start going. And that's not to say, like I told you before, I, I don't want to stop doing after fall. I don't want to stop doing hard rock music, but I, I just, I always found I was, you know, more cap- capable of more different kind of things. I don't want to be a one trick pony, so to speak, you know? So it was a perfect opportunity with all that going on to really, you know, focus on that and, and put a lot of time and effort into it. And, uh, you know, I, I figured yeah, I'd gauge reaction if people really enjoyed what I was doing and they were, you know, feeling it, then I I got plenty more where that came from. And if not, if people, you know, laugh me off the stage and throw tomatoes at me or something, then, uh, well, it was it was fun. It was a good, it was a good time, you know. But I just <clears throat> really more than anything, though, I believed in the music and I, I really thought that it should see the light of day. And, uh, yeah, I, I like seeing, you know, people see that there's another side to me as far as uh, – you know, music is concerned because like you said that's where most people know me from after the fall you know and it's so to and then you can't go to a bar and hear me like cover songs and stuff and sure that's all fine and dandy anybody can do that though you know to write your own original stuff in a totally different vein than what you're you know normally known for you know is, is a tall order and uh and I'm, I'm very proud of what we accomplished and uh you know i really think that 
I, I hope that you know people will feel the same way. But yeah, that's, that's a good question, man. That's a very good question. I am. Um, I kind of chuckled when you said throwing tomatoes. I I was I at an, I, I was at an X Fest concert um, with Tony Maranaki, who was instrumental in the Pennsylvania Rock Show. He um, taught me how to run a mixer. Um, but it was his birthday, and he invited Kelly and I, and we went to um, X Fest. And um, Matt and Steve Which showed X-Fest? up. Oh, <clears throat> it was it. Um, I, I I know who played. Well, okay, that's good enough. So Aaron Lewis, um, Three Days Grace. Um, that would have been one of the uh, Hurt, later ones, I believe. Hurt and People in Planes, which we is the band. for Hurt once. I really liked Hurt. That's They had a was, violin or something like that or a fiddle yeah. or something. Yeah, we opened for them at Altar Bar. Uh, it was like actually like when I first joined the band. But um, yeah, that was I think that was one of the, like maybe like the fourth or fifth one or something like that. Because I remember the very first one. Uh, they had it was like a lot more '90s ish bands, you know what I'm saying? Actually, I think Scott Weiland uh, played solo, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it was either first, <clears throat> excuse me, the first or second one. He played. He had just come out with uh, 12 Bar Blues. I don't know if you know that record or not. I don't. But uh, he, <clears throat> yeah, it was his solo album. He he did his very first solo record, and uh, I'm almost certain he headlined X Fest one year, '98, '99, something like that. I want to say we were. Well, I knew, I knew Tony, so it had to be, and we were doing the rock show, so it had to be after two thousand four. Okay, but um, what what happened was the people in planes were a fill in band. Uh, they came from the UK, UK because the band that was supposed to play, I think their lead singer fell off the stage or something, so they had to replace the okay. band because he got injured. And right. um, we were further back in the pavilion, but uh. Okay. People were taking the lemons out of their lemonade and throwing them at the band. No, are you serious, man? And normally, you know, being who I am, I would I would frown upon that. But I have to All be right. honest. I have to be honest. I really wish they would have stayed on their damn plane. <laughs> they were that bad. Huh? Oh, they were bad. <laughs> were they like a punk band or something, or like I, what? What is I, the? Honestly, all I remember is that people threw lemons at them. That's how bad it was. Wow, but that's saying something, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen to me. You know, I, I, the last <laughs> thing I want is people throwing tomatoes at me. But again, you know, ultimately though, it was just I, I believed in the songs, man. I, I believed that they they needed to see the light of day, and uh, you know, I I'm and I'm excited to you know, you know I'll, I will never quit doing hard rock music. Hard rock music is where my heart is. But you know, to <clears throat> excuse me, to evolve and grow as an artist. You have to, you know, stretch your legs and push the envelope and see what you're capable of. You know, I don't ever just want to be stagnant or rest on my laurels or, you know, how they say whatever. But, um, you know, I I always believe that an artist should always be growing and evolving, even if they have to do it in a a different project or, you know, get out on their own to do whatever. You know, but it's it's really just a matter of, you know, wanting to get that music out there and and see what people think of it, man. You know, now I kind of have some. Well, I think one of you posted on Facebook, but I. A little bit of inside information. I saw titles of Sanu after the fall songs on a whiteboard and I'm not going to give away. And I, and I had a chance to stick around and hear them, but yeah, I was wondering why you didn't, man, because I turned down the ear, the, the, uh, earplugs, earplugs. And by, by the time there were like, there was like one more song and my ears were just, they had enough. I was like, you know what? I'll I'll hear them on the seventh. (laughs) You get used to it after a while, man. When I remember the first time we practiced together, Matt's cymbals and his snare drum, when he would hit them, I would actually jump. Like, you know, it startled me how loud it was. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm experiencing, you know, like a, a tiny bit of hearing loss <laughs> the older I get. But I, I won't wear earplugs, man. On stage or in the practice, I can't because I've tried it and I just feel so disconnected from the music. You know, I'd rather face going deaf. Than, than not be able to hear the the music you know pumping through me so but i i don't i do somebody who doesn't do it very often like in our in that tiny room like that i can totally appreciate that i spent you know i, I i've been in working with unsigned bands since 1996 so i've spent a lot of time standing in front of speakers speakers oh, yeah. and, it's um, different when you're in that room though that room makes oh, yeah, it so that's... much louder dude you know it's speakers are one thing and, and if, especially if you're outside, you know, it kind, of, it kind of breaks it up a little bit. But when you're in that tiny space like that, and, and especially with Matt Franny, he beats the piss out of his drums, dude. But I, oh, it's loud. 
but uh, I, I, my ears ring all the time, like nonstop. And um, I, I always, oh, so I always have something on in the background. Like I'll turn the TV on. I'm not really watching it. Yeah, because, I do the same thing. Because it blocks the, the ring out. <laughs> yeah, I, I just do it because it's like noise, you know, like ambient noise. But that's uh, that's my ears constantly ringing. You should go get that looked at, buddy. <laughs> All right, so MZNZ, I, I gave you the assignment of going to check him out. What what question did you come up with? Well, <clears throat> I don't know his past. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, if he's done anything musically, you know, other than that. But what I wanted to say or ask, I should say, and I, I have actually wanted to ask this to a few people who do that kind of music, you know, that harder kind of, uh, I say death metal, but you know, his music is definitely harder, you know, the kind of kind of music. And I've always wanted to know, is the good, good opportunity to ask somebody who does it, what made him choose that direction with his music? You know, why, why that, that hard, and again, that's not to say there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not judging it. I'm not saying anything negative about it. You know, I just, most people I know, there's, uh, they either like that's what they were brought up on, or, you know, but when they start to play in a band, though, you know, or play music, you know, in a, in a bigger capacity, trying to reach people, you know, you really have to love what you do to stick with it. So I just want to know how I got started on that and what made them, you know, like stick with it over the years instead of, you know, picking a, a different direction. So once again, for those of you that are not watching the video live with us, um, Doug's website is dougcarnahanmusic.com. He has a new EP coming out on September 11th. He has pre-orders available on the website for T-shirts with the logo that is behind me and behind us, of us. <laughs> um, he is the lead singer after the fall who's making their return to the stage at Rock for Life. Um, what shows do you have coming up solo-wise? I have a lot, man. I have a lot, a lot of good stuff going on. Um, the my next one, <clears throat> excuse me, is um, August 11th. I'm going to start. Uh, this is my first one. We're not sure exactly. That's, that's how, my daughter's birthday. August 11th. Daughters, two of them. Yep. Oh, well, oh my uh, my son's birthday is uh, the ninth, August 9th. So, uh, but anyways, we're we're gonna be playing uh, out. Uh, we we me, I am going to be playing out at uh, JB's Roadside Bar and Grill. Uh, out, uh, it's on Saxonburg Road, I believe. It's in t- technically Tarentum, but yeah, it's one of those weird like it says it's Tarentum, it's, it's not in like the city of Tarentum. I, I, but, I've driven past that a few times, and every time I do, I'm like, oh, that's where that is. And then, yeah, they have they have a big it, outdoor. It's like it's new every time I do it, though. I'm like, oh, that's they, where that is. <laughs> they have a big outdoor stage. You know, I mean, a lot of bands have, I've played out there before myself. I believe I'm going to be on the inside, though, of the, the actual bar. And it's for a uh, bike night. They're doing bike nights now on Wednesday night. So I'll be playing out there uh, from 7 to 9, uh, August 11th, and potentially even maybe, you know, every other week. It might be uh, become a uh, biweekly thing. Uh, I play every third Thursday at uh, of the month at a place called The Porch in Upper St. Clair. But I'll be playing there this month on the 26th. Uh, we had a little move uh, of the dates because my my oldest daughter's going off to college, so I got to help her move in. But um, and then I'll be playing at the Hot Spot uh, in Catanning on August thirteenth. And there's one more I'm forgetting, and it's it's gonna bother me now. Is there, um, is there, is there a benefit you're playing? I am playing a benefit. Yes, I don't know if it's uh. A, a public thing or an invite only thing. So I haven't actually posted yet. I have to get word from the I, the, the young lady who's who's doing it. Is it? What the, you said? Is it the? I'm trying to think of her name. It's an um. A, well, you said you referred it to me. So yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's public. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I I, I actually meant that because I don't want a lot of times those things. You know, uh, it's like a, I don't say invite only thing, but it is well, they're, a, they're a bike run. A, yeah, they're doing a bike run. Yeah, so. so I didn't know if you had to pay to get in or what the, the deal was. So I, I didn't want to make any official announcement. I actually, actually was messaging her uh, tomorrow to ask, you know, what uh, if she wanted me to, you know, announce it publicly or not. But yeah, I, I believe that's the uh, 28th of August, and it's in uh, Vandegrift. I don't exactly know. It's a funeral home, so it's, I don't know. Yeah, which is weird, but... <laughs> it's um, the end of the bike run. That's, I mean, right. I don't know how it's going to be well, here, outdoor. She owned... And, and, uh, the... Um, the woman who passed away that it's in honor of yeah. owned, owned a salon, which is right okay. next to the funeral home. The funeral home is her family's funeral home. Yeah, I knew that. I did know and, that. Um, and it's another link to Matt. 
um, she and Matt's sister owned a salon oh, together. Like Matt, Matt yeah. Yeah. She, yeah she and Matt's right. sister owned a salon together. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, so that's that's the twenty eighth, and uh, you know, just for the record, if uh, if I am supposed to be announcing it publicly, it will be up on my website and uh, on my Facebook and stuff, you know, so you can uh, look look there to find the details. And uh, I'm telling you, there's one more man. It's gonna it's slipping my mind right now, but there's one more date in August I play, and it's for the life of me, I can't. Oh my goodness, it's gonna bug I, me now. I know there's a um after the fall date. I think it's September eighteenth. Yeah, September eighteenth at Brandy's basement. Um, now there's one more date in August and, uh, wait, now, now I'm worried. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to miss it. The days that come and go. And I'll be like, wait a second. I was supposed to play that weekend. Um, yeah, man, that's going to bug me, dude. I, uh, but anything, I, most of them are posted on, uh, on my website and on Facebook. So you can go check them out there. And, um, also, uh, oh, hey, Jeff, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Speaking of the Catanning in, in Ford City area, what's up, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, brother. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Um, and then uh, I got, like I said, uh, the, the third Thursday of every month, I'm at, I'm at the porch uh, in Upper St. Clair. So there's a monthly monthly things to, to catch me at. And uh, hopefully the bike night thing goes well. And I'll become a, uh, a regular a regular thing, too, you know, every other Wednesday out at uh, JB's. So we'll, we'll see about that. And, um, yeah, this is then, and of course, the CD release party at Heroes. On September 11th. That's the one you were forgetting. (laughs) No, there's one in August, too. I'm I'm telling you, Bill. There's something I'm forgetting in August, man. It's going to bug the life out of me the rest of the night. Is it Rock for Life? No. No, No, because it's not solo. It's Um, a solo thing. I can't think of it, though, for the life of me. So, is it it currently on the website? I don't think. But don't don't quote me. I know. I I just updated it today or yesterday or today. So, it, it. Anything I I might be wrong. I've I've been booking a lot of a lot of gigs though, acoustic wise. So um, and uh, you know, uh, with the the show at Heroes on the uh, September 11th, that's the physical album's release day. The actual uh, digital tracks will be going on sale the following Tuesday, which I believe is the 14th of September. Then you can find them all at Apple, Amazon, Google, all that stuff. You can download the CD that way too. Uh, it'll be on, I believe it's going to be on Spotify and all kinds of streaming sites as well. So, but that happens on the 14th, not the 11th. And all that stuff will definitely be on the website. Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. I can definitely say that. (laughs) You have some authority there. And, uh, (laughs) and also, uh, you know, stay tuned like everyone too, for the, uh, the live element, uh, the streaming, the, uh, on my website too, because like I said, we're hoping uh, by the end of the year, have it up and running. And, uh, you know, do some some special stuff with that, too. Something that's uh, outside the box that Facebook and YouTube just cannot touch. I am. Um, the, the reason I remember the September 18th show is because I've already put Kelly on notice that I'm planning on going to that one. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I, I'd love to see it, everybody. I've never been. I've never played it for Andy. So I've, I've never been there either. Well, um, we'll enjoy it together the first night, man. The, uh, the guys from Corners of Sanctuary are from the Philly area. Philly. Delaware, um, and they've been on both of my shows a couple times. And so when they, I saw they were coming through, I was like, "Oh, and I know both bands they're playing with." So yeah, and we have, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we also have a uh, a date in November. Uh, it's it's eluding me off the top of my head now, but after the fall does, we're going to be opening for um, <clears throat> oh goodness gracious, I think it's Royal Honey. I'm almost positive oh, it's Royal. Okay. I'm almost positive that's who it is. Royal Honey. We're going to be opening for them, but I. I do that I website too. <laughs> I don't think it's at Jurgles. I it's somewhere something like that. I maybe it is Jurgles. I don't know. Uh, it's also on a blend together, dude. Like I it's been so long since I've been, you know, this busy musically. It's nice to be busy again, but uh it's my brain down there, man. It's not quite in gear yet. <laughs> Let me see if they have it posted on their website. <laughs> yeah, it's, or- I, I wanna I wanna say Jurgles. I, I I'm almost positive it's at Jurgles. Unless you're gonna be with them on November twenty seventh at Brandy's. That's it. That's it. Brandy's. That's what it is. That's it. I'm sorry. Yes. November. Live in the dive tour. <laughs> Brandy's. Yes. That's, that's what it was. Cause I knew, I, I thought we had a, a show uh, place two times and it's, it's Brandy's. That's what it is. It's Brandy's. We're opening for them at Brandy's. Yeah, so, that's, that's only after the fall shows as of, as it stands right now. We'll, we'll get back out there in some, you know, capacity, but you know, as, as it stands right now, you know, we all, uh, Matt being in, you know, 62 different bands and, uh, 
you know, Steve's doing his thing. And uh, with my acoustic stuff, you know, we, we all kind of agreed that we don't want to overplay it this time around. You know, last time with, uh, we had Brandon and we had Zach, you know, we were out there hitting it really hard. And, uh, and that's, oh, that's cool. Jay, Jay's in a few bands too. Yes, he, he is. <clears throat> and uh, that's what I mean. Like, I don't, everyone's got their own thing going on. And, uh, you know, I don't want to burn people out. And we're going to have a new record coming out too. Uh, through RFL, you know, coming out. Um, I really don't have a, a formal date or anything or even timeline as it stands right now. We're working on, uh, you know, I know that they've recorded some of it. I still have to go and do my vocal parts and stuff. And uh, we just parts of some of the songs we haven't even you know, written yet. So, but um, it's going to be all new stuff though. And two of the songs that are going to be on that new record, we're actually going to be playing on August 7th. Brand new songs. No one's ever heard them uh, after the fall. So it, uh I strongly urge you to come out to Island on August 7th and rock your socks off. Um, this has been episode number 62 of three questions in a song. Um, it may be pushing. Nope. There was one longer than this one. <laughs> this is my <laughs> short one. <laughs> this is what you say. This is a short one. This is, this is three questions in a song. Usually is about 30 minutes when I'm done. Um, oh, okay, we're, we're at fifty one nineteen now. So yeah, <laughs> just, what was the one that was longer? Just out of curiosity. Um, it went over an hour. Um, who was it? That's what I mean. Who, oh, who I can't it? remember. It might have been. It might have been Eric from Royal Honey. He talks a lot. <laughs> he'll he'll tell you that too. So, <laughs> no, they're good guys, man. Yeah, I I am. Um, I interviewed them for the first time in their practice space, which, no was, which um, was the first, actually the first time I heard of the Borstal Boys because they share a practice space. Ah, well, actually, I watched one of your interviews with them. It was uh, Bob, Bobby, or Robert, whatever he goes, uh, the front guy, and uh, Eric. They were both on with you, um, and I want to say it was for Build the Scene. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. It would have been uh, last year, two years ago, something like that. Is that ring any bells? Uh, they've been on a couple times, especially with the SOS stuff that went on. Um, yeah, they. Yeah, it was. It was somewhere around that time, though, because I remember I was actually uh, my my shower was down for the count. I was having it repaired, and I was taking a bath, and I always watch my phone in my bathtub while I'm taking a bath. <laughs> and I have, I have a little ledge that I set it on, you know, to to watch it so it doesn't fall in the tub. And uh, I relaxed and, you know, watched some some news or, you know, listened to some tunes or something. And uh, before I got in, I, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw that you had an interview posted. And uh, <clears throat> and I liked their, their music, you know, so I, I said, all right, well, listen, listen to what they have to say. So I've, I've watched you nude in the bathtub, Bill. How do you feel about that? I was trying really hard not to go that direction with it. <laughs> I wasn't letting you off the hook, bro. <laughs> all right, so... Episode 62, three questions in a song. Make sure you go check out Doug at DougCarnahanMusic.com. Um, After the Fall on Facebook is Facebook.com slash After the Fall PA, I believe. That's correct. Look at that. I'm in. <laughs> I'm getting and, uh, old. Reverb Nation, <laughs> Reverb Nation's After the Fall Band, uh, or ReverbNation.com slash After the Fall Band. All right. So, Doug, I want to thank you for hanging out with me again. Pleasure's all mine, sir. And a uh, big shout out to Bill and Build the Scene, all you guys, for helping me with the website and everything. If it wasn't for you all, you you guys, uh, I wouldn't have a snazzy looking website. So shout out to you as well, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you. This has been episode 62. You can check us out on the 1st and 15th of the month. Um, you can go to buildthescene.com to do that. Um, if you want to check out Pennsylvania Rock Show, that is every Friday. And the show will appear on the website at 6 a.m. That's both of them on their respective days. Um, and they both have various websites and streaming platforms that they play on. Um, you can find them both on Spotify. As of this week, you can find them both on iHeart.com too, iHeartRadio. You're in um, a lot of places, man. I noticed that. There was a, a, a British guy you were chatting with. Oh, uh, yes. I, That's Tiz. <laughs> what was uh, it? What's the name? It's INX or something like that. It's, it's, some, it's some X. XRP Radio. XRP Radio. I was listening to that one too, man. I was listening to you guys on that too. Uh, we, so we do a live show on there. I um, know. I was. That's why you guys were playing I my song. Listen, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You have like audio technical difficulties and stuff. So I was. Uh, but I was. I was checking it out, man. Uh, you got. You good. Uh, you were actually. Uh, I think you were bashing Streamyard or something like that because it wasn't cooperating or something, man. Uh, that maybe. <laughs> that that one is that one's interesting because. 
when you watch the video part of it, you get to see what we're saying behind the scenes that you don't hear on the radio station. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, it's that's why it's cool, man. Because you know, I, I was actually watching it. I'm like, wow, like, it, they must have not ended this version. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. We just we put the video out there, and because honestly, it, we have fun in between the songs playing. Oh, I can and, tell, dude. I can tell. That's why I like shows like that. You know what I mean? I like watching people who enjoy listening to the songs and are having a good time doing it. So keep it up, brother. It's a, it was, it's a good good mix of people. We did the, the first show without video. And then when we realized how much fun it was, John was like, why don't we turn the video on? I was yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And like, you know, hopefully, like I said, once uh, once the CD comes out, you know, you guys uh, can can take the ball and run with it. You know, play play them everywhere, man. Review them, whatever, whatever you want to do, man. Because I'm trying to get it out there as far and wide as possible. That's the, the cool thing about Friendly Fire, which is the name of that show. Yes, There's yes. Four, four of us hosting it. Um, one is just outside Chicago, so Illinois. I'm I'm Pittsburgh-ish in Pennsylvania. Close enough. Um, Jonna is Pittsburgh-ish in West Virginia and then Tiz is in Birmingham, United Kingdom. So, yeah. I, 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 I saw, I was like, wow, I, I didn't know. I knew I had seen tags of uh, XRP. Is that what you said? Yep. XRP. I'd seen tags of it before on your, you know, Facebook page and stuff. I never known, you know, exactly what they like were, what they played, what kind of, you know, what it was all about. And uh, I, I really, I really like that. That guy, man, was it Tiz? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he's 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 got a good sense of humor, man. So that was it was cool watching. He, uh, watching he was that. shirtless in the last video. <laughs> yeah, I know, I saw that. <laughs> that was like one of the first things I noticed, man. I'm like, they, you can do that. You can just record your shows topless. That's cool. Well, apparently, it was really hot in the United Kingdom that day. <laughs> you tell tell John that she should go topless on the next one. You know what? Yeah. He, he tried. He tried to get all of us to do it. I was like, nope. <laughs> oh man but, uh, now, now, now you know you're having a good time <laughs> um that one I, I do have a lot of fun with that the the cool thing about xrp is they actually came to me and said hey um we want to run your show and i was like okay really? that's cool <laughs> yeah. man no that's um, awesome we got a good thing going dude I mean, really, you got a lot of connections to the local scene and stuff, man. I mean, you you interview people that I've never even heard of sometimes. Like that guy you, I'm asking that question to. I, I've never heard of him. You know what I mean? You've had some decent, you know, like, let's say, well-known you know, groups on and stuff, too. So, I mean, you, you got a good thing going, buddy. It doesn't surprise me that somebody wanted to pick up on it, man. But that's, you know, I like what you're, you guys are building, though. It's like you're not just doing it yourselves. You're always reaching out to network and making it bigger. And that's, that's what counts. And that's what makes it interesting to watch too. You know what I mean? It's cool watching one-on-one, but it's always, there's more of a, a dynamic when you have so many people on there with different tastes, different opinions, you know, it, it makes for a good show, man. Um, the other thing I would be remiss not to mention two things um, are that if you look at the build the scene logo, the microphone in the logo is there representing Doug and <laughs> The uh, three questions in a song idea where the guest asked the next guest a question was also an idea Doug had. Slightly different, but it was something that we had talked about doing and it didn't, I quite, remember that. didn't quite fall into place. And I ran with it with the podcast. That's good. Hey, man. Listen, you, you're, you're, good at, you're good at what you do, buddy. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just happy that you, know, you, you allow me to be a part of it, man. It's, it's cool. It's always a pleasure talking to you, brother. So, like, 20 minutes ago, I said we were out of here. Yeah. This is, we are really out of here. Well, as far as you're recording. Trying part to get of it. that record, Bill. I'm trying to get that record. <laughs> All right. So episode 62, Pennsylvania Rock Show. No, three questions in a song. 62. Pennsylvania Rock Show is on 578. <laughs> My name is Bill. Make sure you check Doug out at DougCarnahanMusic.com. We'll see you on the 15th with MZNZ. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.